You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hey, y'all. Spooky season is here. And if you're looking for a show to whet your appetite for a little haunted history, then I'd like to invite you to check out Southern Gothic, a chart-topping history podcast that explores some of the most infamous legends, folklore, ghost stories, and hauntings of the American South. We've covered all sorts of stuff from the Bell Witch of Tennessee to the disappearance of the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley, not to mention our deep dives into the local lore of some of America's oldest and most haunted cities like New Orleans, Charleston, and St. Augustine. So if you're ready for a little good old-fashioned Halloween storytelling with a commitment to quality historical research, then be sure to check out Southern Gothic today. It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps. In early 1346, Mongol forces were already three years into their siege of the Crimean port city of Kaffa when their soldiers started coming down with a deadly disease. The sick fell quickly, suffering high fevers and grotesque inflammation, and vomiting blood before dying. The disease's origins were uncertain, but it had likely followed the soldiers westward through Asia after first sweeping through China about a decade earlier. Now in Kaffa, the Mongols didn't understand the disease much at all, but they knew it was deadly. Nevertheless, desperate to capture this valuable port after years of trying, Mongol general Janibeg ordered his men to launch an audacious attack. They gathered the infected corpses of their fallen comrades and catapulted them over the walls of Kaffa in hopes of infecting the city's population with the vicious disease. That disease was the bubonic plague, and some scholars believe that this instance of early biological warfare was partly responsible for starting the Black Death, the deadliest pandemic in human history, which would kill as many as 200 million over just the next few years, leaving as much as 60% of the population of Europe dead. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore all things weird and bizarre in the natural world and the world past. I'm staff writer Marco Margaritoff, and today we'll be covering the Siege of Kaffa, which may have been the origin of the Black Death in Europe. The bubonic plague caused by the bacterium Yersinia pestis had long lived on the fleas of wild rodents before jumping to humans, but experts still debate exactly when and where that transition occurred. As recently as 2010, a study published in the journal Nature showed that the plague first hit humans in China more than 2,000 years ago and then arrived in Europe via the Silk Road. However, there is also DNA evidence that the plague struck Europe as early as 5,000 years ago, suggesting that perhaps it started there. The Bible places the origin of the plague in the 12th century BC, when the Philistines confiscated the Ark of the Covenant from the Israelites and paraded it around major cities, residents were said to have fallen inexplicably and fatally ill. One passage in the Septuagint, or Greek Old Testament, states, and the hand of the Lord was heavy upon Azotus, and he brought evil upon them, and it burst open them in the ships, and mice sprang up in the midst of their country, and there was great and indiscriminate mortality in the city. Another ancient Greek source, the Hippocratic Corpus, a collection of works associated with the physician Hippocrates, likely dating to the 3rd century BC, mentioned a plague as well. 
Ultimately, however, a specific record of bubonic plague doesn't appear for certain in historical medical records of any civilization until the mid-1300s, after it swept through Crimea and then Western Europe, following the historic Mongol siege of the city of Kaffa. The theory that the Black Death started in Europe thanks to the Siege of Kaffa remains in dispute because the story originates from just one account. Gabriela de Musi, a notary from the nearby town of Piacenza, wrote a vivid, second-hand account of the Mongol attack. That attack began in 1343. Kaffa was a thriving city and a diverse hub of commerce before the siege began. With a population of 16,000 people, its residents were Genoese, Mongol, Armenian, Jewish, and Greek. Genoese merchants relied on trade between Kaffa and Tana, now Azov in Russia, along the Don River and had a relatively peaceful agreement with the Mongols, but the two nations still struggled continuously for ownership of the city. In 1343, the Tartar Mongols attacked Kaffa and laid siege to it repeatedly for the next three years, until the plague set in. And once it did, the Mongols scarcely gave a second thought to using their own dead as weapons, at least according to de Musi, who wrote, What seemed like mountains of dead were thrown into the city, and the Christians could not hide or flee or escape from them, although they dumped as many of the bodies as they could in the sea. And soon the rotting corpses tainted the air and poisoned the water supply, and the stench was so overwhelming that hardly one in several thousand was in a position to flee the remains of the Tartar army. But, as visceral as it is, de Musi's account remains in question for scholars to this day. Detractors argue that it's unlikely that the Tartar Mongols knowingly vaulted dead and disease-ridden bodies over the city walls to infect their enemies because humans didn't yet have an understanding of bacteria. People of the Middle Ages instead believed in miasmas, the theory that disease was caused by foul odors. On the other hand, Mark Wheelis of the University of California wrote a paper in 2002 positing that the Mongols did indeed understand disease well enough to motivate them to launch bodies over the wall during the Kaffa siege. He believed, nonetheless, that, quote, The siege of Kaffa, for all its dramatic appeal, probably had no more than anecdotal importance in the spread of plague, a macabre incident in terrifying times. Furthermore, detractors argue that bigotry may have informed de Musi's blaming of the Mongols, as he described the attacking soldiers as belonging to the, quote, heathen Tartar races. Another possible hole in de Musi's account comes from a paper by Matthew J. Broughton, published by Montana State University's Insects, Disease, and History Department. Broughton argued that if the plague was rampant just outside the city walls, surely diseased rats who had free reign to enter Kaffa would have introduced the disease before catapulted corpses could have. He likewise argued, as most do, that the most logical carrier of the bubonic plague into Europe would be rats aboard cargo ships and not diseased bodies flying over city walls. Finally, Broughton once again argued that the lack of understanding of germs at the time would have made the catapult attack unlikely. The common belief held that disease was transmitted through the air, around the dead and dying. Thus, he explained, no healthy soldier would have willingly loaded catapults with corpses they knew to be infected. In the end, we may never know how accurate de Musi's account was.
Even if de Moussi's account is exaggerated, the sort of attack he described is, tragically, not at all far-fetched. On several occasions during World War II, Japanese forces bombed China's cities with plague-infected fleas. They even drew up plans to do the same thing to California, but the war ended before they could make their move. Perhaps the Mongol forces at Kaffa in 1346 were able to perpetrate an even more destructive plague attack, or perhaps we'll never know for sure. Though if de Moussi's account can be believed, then the most tragic thing about the worst pandemic in human history would be that we brought it on ourselves. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring.